Why not? Why not? Take a crazy chance. Why not? Why not? Do a crazy dance. If you lose the moment, you might lose a lot. So why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Take a crazy chance. Early 2000 icon. have as much experience doing things high as I do. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I be social when I'm high. It's just like the social level that I'm at. You know, I don't know if it's podcast level. <laughs> I don't know if you're there yet, guys. <laughs> no, no, this would be fun. But uh, it's Ilyana. It's Izzy. It's, it's a look. look. I forgot we didn't even intro that shit. We, I, I really want to look at one minute tangent. Damn. That's what makes us charming. <laughs> Um, I mean, you're saying it was just a minute though. Like, damn, that was really a lot to say in a minute. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, that's your call. Oh, damn. Do you want to stop? Yeah, stop. That's cool. We'll be back. All right. We're back. Phone call over. Oh, um. I think, by the way, I just learned how to roll a cone, kids. Um, shout out to me. That was it. Which was for. Which, as you were. Um. We're just gonna get into this week's topic, I guess. Um, tone policing. Woo! Um, so obvious elephant in the room. No name gypsy. Oh wait, she doesn't go by that anymore. She yeah, yeah, just no name. Right, 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 right. No, no, I, I yeah, it's yeah, right, right. We, there was a okay, so I'm gonna get into my hot takes later. But there was we were like discussing her and like where she started from with her name being a yeah. slur and yada yada yada. Anyway, point being, um, she is out here doing her woke to this thing or whatever. J. Cole allegedly doesn't like the way that she's talking to people, makes a song, um, referencing like. What was the line? He was like, um, you know so much, queen, teach me, or something. It's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Based, I don't know, some whole type oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some whole type shit about, like, you know, I mean. Yeah, he was like, in his song, he was like, uh, go to the, you talking to people who already know the same things as you, whatever. Go to people who don't know, like, be in the neighborhood, get in the ghetto, or whatever. Yeah. Shit. Um, like, shit. <laughs> so... Okay, so my whole thing on this is that I don't like J. Cole. <laughs> um, I feel like if you if you know, you know. Like, if you know me, you know I don't 
fuck with him. I never liked his music. He is very like I had me. I was looking for this screenshot of a conversation that me and Izzy were having with our brother, and I was and where I was like saying J Cole is for niggas who like to use big words, but they don't really know what they mean. Yeah, because it makes them feel smarter by proxy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just don't really fuck with him like that. And then for him to come out like after the song and say like I stand by what I say, and th- but like to end it with saying that. I don't even really be reading books and shit like that. Like, I don't yeah. know none of this shit. I'm just, you know, saying that... Nigga, did he get a college degree? Does he have a college degree? I don't know. Maybe no. But they don't think about somebody else. I don't know. There are plenty of dumb people with college degrees. Oh, that's, but that's what I was saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to be like, I don't read, nigga. Yeah. If you went to school. Like, even if you didn't go to college, you went to high school. Like, I don't read. Um, Yo, big age. You ain't reading this tweet you just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. My thing is like obviously J Cole coming in to ask a woman to change the way that she decides to give out information is wrong. Off the back that he is a man who's not putting in the work. You literally said that you don't do the activist shit because that's not your bag and you don't really know what's going on and all of that. So then shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, how do you know who she is or is doing if, if that's the case? Like, yeah. To say you don't know what's happening and then to say you're saying you know what's happening is counterproductive and kind of, like, hypocritical at best. Like, uh, and then it just kind of, like, plays into respectability politics of, like, um, it doesn't matter the sentiment of what you're saying. Like, if you are willing to forego the actual sentiment of my words because I didn't say them in a way that is pleasing to you, like that is another. That is that's first. It's a gates, uh, um, a gaslighting technique to get me in this perpetual cycle of like I have to bring my problems to you in a palatable way for you to like accept them and care about them. Otherwise I'm, I'm being aggressive or mean, or I'm like lording stuff over you. But I say all that to say, here's my hot take. I wish a woman who had said the same thing to no to no name though. Cause I don't disagree (laughs) that she thinks that she is God's gift to the fucking world, especially the Negroes and that she has all the fucking answers. And I think it's really funny that no name just what two three months ago was yelling at niggas for not supporting her we don't we don't engage in her music we're not supporting her she's talking shit yo she's talking like you know low-key i'm not that kind of like when people are like oh well people support meg and all of this well we're different artists we we already know the shadiness of it all right no name hat like she is like the reason that i am not i don't invest in her and like the whole like I can get behind the conversation about black men tone policing black women, but like no name is not the hill I'm going to die on (laughs) because this like it it is, like I said, right message, wrong messenger. I wholeheartedly agree. I think J. Cole should have like let someone else come in and say that or had the conversation with her privately. Mm -hmm. Making a song to diss her is just like, come on now, nigga. This is massage noir one-on-one. Like, how did you not see how this would be bad? Yeah. And even the fact that like, I like. I think what you're saying is correct because I when I, all this came out, I also thought about our last podcast. Video <laughs> and I was like, I think it's so funny how many people are rallying toward her as if they were always fans, even mm-hmm. though we already had so many conversations about No Name mm-hmm. from the beginning of her changing her name to her saying she supported capitalism mm-hmm. and people Ooh, dogging her for it. Oh my and god! So like, Let's get into like, it. Like, it's like it's like it's like it's. I think it's funny that. <laughs> how many people were rallying toward her. Yeah. And that, uh, granted, I will say that's a sign that the people who are in that woke division group 
are very real in what they think and believe in certain way because they're not throwing her away. True. You That's know what true. I mean? And I think that like people who are being like, you know, if they want to abolish the police system and then not throwing her away as like, you know, to hold on to their saying, like, I'm not throwing you away because I don't support people doing that shit to people. Yeah. And, like, allowing you to learn and grow. I think that's great. But then to be, like, like you said, I don't know, I feel like people are, like, rallying around this idea that he's this special, amazing human being. Okay. And I think that that's what I feel, like, a little weird about. They're like, oh, my God, how do you not know that no name got them bars? And I was like, well, does she? Like, I was like, I, I, wait, 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 wait. You know, like, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not intelligent enough. You know what I mean? No. Like, is like, oh, she got the lyrics, she's a poet, da, da, da. And I'm like, is this how So we, is Dr. Seuss. But my, but my thing is, is this how we saw No Name? It's how I feel like I'm like, wait a minute. I think I'm in this situation of that and being like, oh, I didn't realize that that's how y'all was seeing her. Yeah. I thought she was just somebody on Twitter, you know, somebody who made a couple songs here and there. But oh, yeah. I didn't realize she had so much reach. support her right so okay so let me really get into my no name bag real quick um i for, for, well first and foremost i would like to say that i i noticed that too that i saw the like when the j cole thing first i i, I learned about j cole's song through the shade room and like the shade room comments is the worst fucking place to be in the world it's yeah. one of the seven circles of hell and I went in the comments and it was like 50-50. There was like obviously niggas who were rolling behind J. Cole because that's what they're going to do. But it was like people who are like, oh no, how dare he tell her how to do it? Especially, you know, if you're going to say that you don't, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was interesting. And I thought it was especially interesting when you have Chance the Rapper who publicly, a black man publicly mm-hmm. coming out to side with a black woman over yeah. a black man was like, all right then, yeah. this is a, this is a, this is a thing, right? And like I said, I thoroughly, I, I, I agree with Chance that like, because I, I, I like the way that he phrased it in his tweets where I was like, nobody's above criticism, but if there's a, y'all are talking about me calling out this black man, but no one is talking about how he called her out. The way, same way that y'all telling me that I could have texted all of this to J. Cole, J. Cole could have texted all of mm-hmm. that to her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the same respect you're asking me to offer her, he didn't offer no name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Offer him, he didn't offer no name or whatever. And I, 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 I like that because there were com- people were... Because I don't think, I think that, like I said, I don't think that the message was wrong, yeah. that no name needs to check herself a lot yeah. of the time in the way... That like, like part of the reason that I have to check out of her music because she does this in her music too, where she's trying to beat you over the head with how much smarter she thinks she is than you, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you're not. Like she she reeks of gifted child syndrome to me. Yes. <laughs> it reminds me of how you used to be. You know what I mean? Like, and I know you knew it. I know you knew it. I know you knew it. But you cannot not see that. You know? Yes. But like, and I don't even say that to like critique it. I don't know how she is today. But <laughs> no. you know, we constantly talk about how she used to be one of them. She used to be that person. Yes. And so it's nice to see that she sees it, who that person is now. Especially like, I feel like, you know, hopefully like it takes one to know one. Yeah. I feel like it, I'm like holding the truth to Yana's words because like she it was one. You know yeah. what I mean? One of those people who did that. And then learned from it and understood where that came from and stuff like that. I think that's why we can have a struck. I think most of our strong criticisms of people 
come close to things that we have already learned. Yeah. And I think that's something that we also need to take accountability of that we have already went through this. Mm-hmm. And so we can't hold them to such a, a point of like how do you yeah, what, yeah, know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you also have to understand that where they're coming from is that place you just were. And so like that means in the same sense like they still have some growing to do regardless if they put themselves in a position where they think they don't. Yeah, I, I, and I get that. And I do hold space. Like, I have said it a bunch of times on this podcast that I don't throw black women away. You know, you have to do some pretty fucked up shit for me to do that. Yeah. Um, however, comma, I think there's been brought to no names attention more yeah. than several times yeah. <laughs> that, like, baby, you're not Harry Potter. You're not Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. You are not the chosen one. <laughs> he said Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> I'm saying, but, like, because <laughs> that is, that, it, it, and this is prior, like, we were talking about this last week with, uh, like, the celebrity woke to this activist thing yeah. that's happening. Like, but I feel like I think, she made her career around it, though, before it was such a thing to make her career around it. But I, even in that, I still have critiques for that part, because my thing, I feel like part of the reason that we didn't get in, I didn't get into this last week, but I think part of the reason that stand culture exists in the way that it does uh, not necessarily stand culture, but the way that stand culture is like affecting politics currently right now, where you have all these people who are forcing themselves into activist spaces, even though they aren't one, is because people look at you. People do really do idolize celebrities in this way, where I think motherfuckers are looking at certain people and thinking like, what whatever they're going to say and or do will be the thing that breaks it, right? Where it's like, well, why isn't Beyonce saying something? Why isn't J Cole saying something? Why isn't Kendrick? Saying? It was like, and if they do what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is such a that is such a fucking point, and it, it shows how much is ingrained in us to idolize celebrities. Yeah, like they can, like they can fix anything. And I think that you know, no name is just drinking that Kool Aid, and like I don't wholeheartedly just blame her because you do have these people who are backing her up and not talking. The reason that the people that like her are people who also engage in those kind of conversations, yeah. people who are trying to outwoke you and be like, oh, but I know all the names of every Rockefeller, and I was like, okay, great. But if your actual goal is liberation and not just elitism, yeah. then oh that God. wouldn't be important to you. Wait, so tell me why I just saw this fucking post and oh wait, I'm gonna read it for a You put them scissors down though. This bitch is high and kicking up weapons and shit. <laughs> I don't know. You gonna hurt yourself? You fight? They facing your face? I was worried for you. <laughs> So I saw this week somebody said Angela Davis told a group of students to not assume assume she needs them when she talks about leaders of the future and that university students have a tendency to discount the experience and wisdom of people who learned on the street. Y'all do that every day on here on this week. And I feel like that's such a bar. Like when the girl picture was so cute. Okay, girl, Destiny. Look at Destiny. Oh, she is so cute. I love it. Okay, okay, Destiny. Okay, but like this but yeah i feel like that's such a bar it is so people who've gone to college a lot that's why you have these hbci hbcus yes the hbics no that's why you have hbc whatever you know what i'm about these black historical colleges so you know historically black colleges and you have those students rallying around these like movements of the so like going to this college and hearing makes me a part of this like politic world you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like the people who go to like um like Howard oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. people going to the school and be like because I go to this school I am inherently political yeah yeah I'm inherently political and therefore I have an automatic legacy 
basically accountability yeah. to being a part of the political world. Yeah. And it's like kind of funny because like people talk about legacy within colleges. We never talk about that that idea you have within like the whole world. It's like whatever my parent might have been a part of or have accessibility mm-hmm. to, I should always have that. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like how white people are too. I don't know. I don't know where I went on that tangent. No, you. I, I'm, I'm okay to go with this one too. Okay, because um, TYT, they're a news network online that I, wa- I watch, um, and they had a Juneteenth special, and they had this segment within it where they were talking about like not leaving all black people behind, right? And so there's Jr. who's like a producer for the show, and he's like one of the head people, and then there was a black man and a black woman, and the black man was gay. And the black woman was a cis black woman, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like talking about like so. Jr. starts the conversation. He was like, you know, we hear about these movements or whatever, and you know, largely speaking, we are talking. We all, you know, largely speak center black man, blah 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 blah, and we forget other people's experiences. So like the first black guy, the second black guy, the second first one, he's like starts talking about like black LGBTQ stuff, and then he like he does he did specifically cite black trans women as needing more visibility, right? Yeah. And then the black woman, she is like, yeah, black. Women are forgotten and she goes on to talk about like black women stuff but like she doesn't quantify or specify that she's saying black like she is including black trans women in that or even just queer black women in that um and very much on this very cis Black yeah. yeah, but I definitely feel like yeah, keep going. but but like that wasn't so like that's just like you know things I'm noticing at this point, right? Yeah. And so both of the two people they have invited on the panel, the black man and the black woman, might both make a point to say that they have grown up in predominantly white neighborhoods and gone to predominantly white institutions, mm-hmm. and that has like left them outside of the black community in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they get to like in the, the they ended this segment with this black woman. She was like. I have had to go, she was like, me, she was like, there's certain things that I've had to deal with that you probably would never have to deal with if you lived with predominantly black people. Somebody's saying I would never take a black girl to prom. People putting for sale signs in my lawn, people making fun of my hair, like stuff like that. Um, and like she was like, we need to accept that everybody is black all the time and that there should we shouldn't be like testing people's blackness, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I was like, just listen to all of this, and I was like, this is such a conversation steeped in fucking privilege, yeah. right? Like, and these are like three black people, so obviously they're all oppressed, and one of them is a woman and the other one is queer. Yeah. So like there's intersectionality in that privilege or whatever. But like there was just such a lack of it in the conversations that they were having. Yeah. There's like a there's a lack reminds, of that reminds me of the light skin arguments. Yes, and like, but funny enough, both these, both that man, that that was a dark skinned gay man and a brown skinned woman. Like, she was not light skinned or anything. Um, but like, so she like ends it off with that. And I was like, I just remember, like, I typed this long ass comment that probably nobody's gonna ever see or read, right, on fucking YouTube. Uh, but I was like, I find it so funny that y'all are talking about, you know, who we need to center in this movement, and nobody in their conversation. Y'all both basically, you're cheerleading for cis black women, and you're cheerleading for gay black men. Yeah. And like the white, the black man, he was like. He specifically said that the face, the reason that a lot of black people don't connect with the queer movement is because the face of the queer movement is white men, right? Yeah. It's like a hunky, you know, kind of white man, and that's the face. And so people can largely write off that movement as being like a gay, a white thing, right? Yeah. And I was like, but you don't, you, but he didn't take the time to say, and I'm honestly, change that. I, not even say I'm trying to change that, but I was like, how do you not understand that you yourself being a hunky, dark skinned black man mm, are just the face or is you're just a black, you're, you're doing white supremacy in blackface basically. Yes. Like you are like the face should be a black trans woman, right? Yes. You said that in your own speech, but you're not acknowledging the fact that 
I am black. I'm just saying, right? But he's like, you're not acknowledging that me, you yourself on this panel are getting to basically be the voice of LGBT people people as the most privileged within a black LGBT community. Yes. Right? And then you have... this woman and it's like okay so you're talking about these struggles that you have as a as a as a black woman like as an oriole whatever yeah. her words not mine um and it's like but you have to understand if you grew up in a predominant wait, 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 pause. was she actually biracial no 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 because she was a pro has some like a closeness to white because she has a closeness to white people that's so fucked up but I'm never gonna go fuck up but continue. Well, she considers herself a black woman, right? But yeah, she's just but saying like, she, 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 because. she was she was saying that more so, and that's what people have called her. Not oh, saying she calls okay. herself. Yeah, I was like, did she just change her race by proximity? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, are you white? <laughs> you know, I grew up, or even are you Latino? Like, I grew up in the hood, and her face so I can be black. That's a whole different conversation. He do. <laughs> no. But, um, but like, she's, like, talking about, you know, like, her experiences. Like, like my, like I said, my first thought was, like, first of all, there's racism in the hood, right? You know that, right? Like, you are not, I, pro- no one, like, I didn't have the ch- opportunity to take a white kid to, pro- actually, I did. But, like, that wasn't, I did predominantly go to black and brown schools, yeah. but I still had white teachers. I still had to deal with white people out in the world. Like, yeah. nigga, like, yeah, I grew up within a black community, but doesn't mean that I was, you know, never around other, not even just white people, other non, you know, non-black POCs are racist too, bitch. Yeah. Or even sometimes they are anti-blackness within the black community. But I was, and then I was going to say, and then like did that, so that's the next part that I was going to get to, is that she talks about people not want, like, oh, the wh- white people didn't want me because I was black and the black people didn't think I was black enough. And I was like, I hate when black uh, suburb, suburban blacks tell these stories mm-hmm. about, you know, hood blacks not accepting them or, um, because they weren't black enough. And it's like, how about you? It's like the same thing when light-skinned girls be like, black girls didn't like me because I was pretty. It's like, or we could see the privilege on you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I could see that you were, you came to, you would go to your cousin's houses who live in the quote-unquote hood, and your mom and dad talk shit about them the whole drive there. And you yes. got here with your nose in the air mm-hmm. and being like, mm, I don't want to eat nothing. I heard y'all might have roaches. Mm-hmm. And then when motherfuckers didn't want to play with you, mm-hmm. you want to act like, oh my God, they call me Oreo and they take me fun of the way that I talk. Because I have plenty of cousins who are like growing up more privileged than me, then we cool. We get yeah. along because- they there was they it's they didn't think that their pri- yeah they didn't think their privilege made themselves better than me right yeah. so many of y'all do you think the fact that you were college educated that you were in Jack and Jill and that your mom was an AKA and your dad's a Q and yeah. y'all are one big happy Cosby ish family in the suburbs that that oh. makes you better than everybody else but bitch you to Cosby so how great ah! are you? <laughs> But like this is a panel, like like I said, this panel is supposed to be about reaching the most marginalized of blackness. Yeah. And I was like, y'all, y'all failed. Been you were like, all. it's like this. y'all got to the most privileged. Yes, the fucking other people. And y'all like you like we said last week. Y'all talking someone. You playing the pressure Olympics, but bitch, you're a winning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Right. Like, come like on. my thing. My whole thing is this. When you say, I hate when people say that because it's like. Do you think I want to win the oppression Olympics? 
Come on. Like, do, like, why do you, you can see this as a game because to you, it is, it's not serious. Yeah, it's not, it's not your actual life. Y'all be proving niggas' <laughs> points. My thing is, the more y'all be, I feel like sometimes the more people be saying shit, the more they prove their your point. Mm-hmm. It's like you start a question and then they're like, I mean, I guess, but like motherfuckers be like, uh, does white people hang out? Do white people feel comfortable hanging out with black people? They're like, well, I, you know, I do, but like at the same time, I don't hang out with them. Like, okay, so you prove my point. Like, thanks. Like, next. Like, but they feel like they've done something different. They feel like, oh, no, I'm a different person because I understand the dynamics. I just don't usually go to the ones that don't benefit me. Like, what, bitch? Like, I pick and choose my oppressions. Yeah, you know, like, I understand they're all there. You know what I mean? Like, I see you. I just, you know, I offer the better portion. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, what did she do? Like, obviously. Like, <laughs> that's how motherfuckers think. Like, that's the thing when we move, we like, oh my God, like that guy. Like, real sorry. Well, like that guy on the grapevine who was like, oh, yeah, um, he was like, y'all should just be nicer to white people. Oh, they'll yeah, treat yeah. you nicer. If you just, you know, basically, if you appropriate, they'll treat you better. Yeah, assimilate. <laughs> or assimilate, yeah, assimilate, they'll treat you better. He's like, what, nigga? Like, how do you not hear that that's inherently <laughs> anti black, right? Yes! Uh, but you know, back to tone policing because <clears throat> we didn't get like a little bit off. I feel like we did so much in twenty two minutes. Right? I was thinking like, that too. I was like, you hear? I felt like I was just preaching for a minute. <laughs> um, but in the good. I hope it is too. I think it's my head is great, y'all. <laughs> Izzy is so fucking stoned. Put the scissors down. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I feel like this is a glimpse into our actual everyday conversation. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah, we say that y'all are hearing us chat and like we y'all are on the podcast, but I feel like we've been into like, you know, a certain like there's level. a professionalism yeah, that we try to put into it. Now it's like we just being our inherent selves and like I think that's so cute. Look at us on the podcast. <laughs> so authentic. Write us five stars. Write us five stars on all of your sites. Um but I was thinking, like, can you think about the first time that you ever felt tone policed? I feel like the most impactful time okay. when I was younger was um, when we were, I was in Girl Scouts. I've told you this story before. Mm. But that Girl Scouts moment, I was like, we have a Girl Scouts troop. And I was in, like, fourth grade, I think, if even, maybe third. I said, I think you were in third grade. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm really young, but I feel like I was accustomed to the school. You're so that's why I say I was, I was yeah, that too. But I like, so like, I'm probably 13, 12, and maybe. And third what? grade? And third grade? What? what? No. You're like, th- you're like 12, right? No. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, how good are you? You're like eight, nine, right? No, no, like ten up and if anything. No, kindergarten is five, yeah. first grade is six, second grade is seven, third grade is eight, nine. That's how ages work. Yeah, because like you were in, in sixth okay. grade, you're twelve. Sixth grade is twelve. Ash, our sister. Okay. Is uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, whatever. I'm saying we're twelve. We're, no, we're eight. <laughs> We're also, you were a Girl Scout. How old do you think you was in a Girl Scout? I don't know if I'm really immature. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I was a big kid. <laughs> I was tall for my age. Were you though? Okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yes, Girl Scouts. My bad. Girl Scouts. <laughs> Motherfucking is so funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Girl Scouts and we are. I can't to, wait to listen to this. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to. Okay. Calm down. All right. Go ahead. 
No, we were in Girl Scouts, and in order for us to wait on our troop leader or whatever, mm-hmm. we had to be in the lot. We would hang out in the lunchroom, but every time, like that was our thing we did. And then this one day, she was late, but she said every time she's late, you know, just stay there and she'll get us there. Because otherwise, if we're an entire school, she ain't gonna find us, and it's also not safe that way. Versus us being in one central place, and so we will all do that. And I was like, you know, we we was in the lunchroom, but. Yet the assistant principal, she already didn't like me because I'm just me. Like, as the person I've been in today, it's probably the person I was before. I'm a questions bitch. I already said that. So. That's sticky, icky. I'm fucking dead. I wasn't okay with her leadership skills because she was just mean to all the students. And she she was like, just really mean. But, um,. She comes in lunchroom like, Polly, why are y'all in here? Da, 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 da. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like talking to her and I'm like, you know, being like, my, this is my respectful, like I'm sticking up for my troop, you know, kind of shit. And so I'm like telling them, I'm like, oh, well, our leader told us to sit in here and wait for her when she's late because this was, we're not just in the school. She's like, well, you can't be anywhere by ourselves. Y'all need to go home. And I was like, well, if we go home, then we're by ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, if we, or they want us to sit outside at the park. And I was like, well, then we're outside at the park. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this don't seem safer. <laughs> it seems safer for me to be inside, inside the school. And we're like, I just, I don't understand what you mean. I'm like, you know, and she's like, who told you to speak up for them? And like, you need to like, you're not, you're being disrespectful. Pause. I'm sorry. I always hated teachers. I hated mm-hmm. adults who would do that. Mm-hmm. Who would like, just basically dictate over children. And then God forbid there's a kid who's confident enough to say something back. Yeah. They never actually get mad at the kid for even speaking up for themselves. It's how dare you give a voice to the other people yes. that I, I am trying That's to be. It, it was so fucking worse. She's like, what do they think? What do they think? I was like, well, she told all of us the same thing. And then she's like, no, I want to hear them say it. And I was like, why would, in my head, I'm like, why would that change the point? You know what I mean? Especially me like, being a kid at that point. I don't think I truly understood like people silencing, you know what yeah. silencing really means? Yeah. And like, oh no, I want to hear someone else tell, like as if my opinion mm-hmm. didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know those words then, but I felt them. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? It's the same shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't tell her that because I was like, and I told you I'm being my respectful self. Yeah. So that's why I was trying to be like really mature. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, well, we can, I guess we can go home. What really bothered me as a child in the day, until this day, learn to figure out. All the other kids, they did stay at the thing because their parents were going to pick them up anyway. Yeah. Like, they don't all live up the street how we did. I yeah. Walk away. So I didn't want home. But I figured out, Shorty brought ice cream. Like this oh. She brought ice cream. We were supposed to hang out in the park that day. Ice cream and cake. Like, ice cream and cake, bro. As a child in third grade, I was so mad at that fucking principal. I was so fucking <laughs> mad at that. To this day, I'm always looking at her like, bitch. You must have my ice cream and cake like, day. Like, that was a moment in my life, y'all. Ugh, okay. So my most impactful tone policing moment didn't come until college. And it okay, so <laughs> it this one was more impactful for, for me because I think it was the first time that like it was my first like interaction with subtle racism, I'll say. Like my like not even subtle, but like I guess subtle was better because it's not necessarily a microaggression. It was just, anyway, I'm going to tell you the story and you'll get what I'm coming from. What? Um, so basically, I was in college or whatever, had this ethics class. If you listen, you listen to this podcast, you know, there's 
very few things Oyana does not have an opinion on, right? Mm -hmm. And we're taking, I'm taking an ethics class where all we're talking about is philosophy <laughs> and like the thought process and yeah, and opinions on things. Bitch, I live. So get there and the teacher, he is like, he's a white guy, but he's like a woke white guy. And I hate those. I hate, I much prefer racist white guys. I pre much prefer racist white guys, right? And he like, I, like, I just knew that I wasn't going to like him from the beginning of the class because he like started the first class. He was like, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, ethics are what you want to make them. And we all have different experiences that influence our ethics. And some of us will never know what other people in this class have been through. And I it's not our job. Yes. It's not our job to tell them that they're wrong. We're just here to listen and learn. And it's like, you just copped out on your job, Demi, right there. Right? This is an ethics class. <laughs> I will never understand you, but it's okay. Because I'm still on break. <laughs> like, what? But, um, so but yeah, so he, like, he keeps going with the speech or whatever. And he says, I'm not here to teach you what to think. I'm trying, I'm here to teach you how to think. And I was like, so like what I say under my breath was ain't those the same thing. Right? Come on. <laughs> but like, so I say this under my breath, right? And he was like, what? And I was like, well, you know, I, I'll say the first thing under my breath, but if you ask me to stand on it, I'll say it with my chest. I was like, aren't those the same things? Yeah. Um, and he was like, does anybody agree with her? And like, so nobody raises their hand, right? So because no one agrees, no, but wait. Right? So he was like, no, he actually didn't do that. I will okay, give him credit for that. He was like, okay, so if somebody who disagrees with her argue why. Ooh, discussion. Right? So we start the discussion and like we're ha like, but the thing is, I think that he expected, I think he one expected me not to have a rebuttal for what mm -hmm. I had said. Mm -hmm. And so he picks like so somebody raised their hand and they stood up and it was another white kid. It was a white guy too. And so like I'm sure that he thought, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this black woman. Like I'm gonna <laughs> get her. Oh my god, it's so fucked up. So this like we're but, but we get into the discussion and he like brings up like and like we get into a discussion about like you know if I teach you how to think is that the same thing as me teaching you what to think blah 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 we get into this whole conversation and people like jumping in and all of this stuff yeah. but like I think yeah I'm still standing my ground and like there are people who have like now taken my side and yeah. stuff or whatever yeah, and like this is all fine yeah. but like this and like this is basically the whole first class that we have so I'm thinking. Oh my god, that was great! Yeah. Like I'm like I just made a great impression on my my professor. I was like being a smartass, but yeah, like but I was, it was like, like a great like you you started the discussion in the classroom, <laughs> right? Which is what it was about, like the class was about. Shit, right? So I'm thinking this is awesome and great and like great first day and everything. So cool. That's my first day. Next time we go to class, um, there like he like he was like oh well I, we didn't get into the syllabus the first class we did that he was like we're gonna he was like we have to take time to do like you know the syllabus or whatever the fuck else so we're like doing all of that and shit <coughs> um and then there's like a no actually sorry yeah so we're like doing the syllabus and all of this and like this wasn't really important but there's like a point in the class where he like calls on me when I wasn't prepared and like I think he was like to get me back or whatever yeah but <laughs> but like this is like small potatoes yeah. but. He, like I said, he was like one of those white guys who like really like was on his woke to this shit. Mm -hmm. And so he was really fond of like the black males in the class. There were like three of them. And so he would like be really nice to them and like go out of his way um, to like help them even if they were wrong, like in discussions and shit and like try to make their points make sense even if they didn't and shit. Yeah. And I was like, he was also pretty nice to like black girls too, but like only certain ones mm -hmm. and it was like ones who were like more submissive or whatever mm -hmm. um yeah he, he had hotel politics yeah he had hotel politics basically right yeah. um 
But it got so, but like, okay, so this is what I like. This is what I say. This is like my first instance of dealing with racism in a way that was like, I literally can't. Like, this is my first time I guess feel powerless by racism mm-hmm. or in like tone policing, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I stay, like, I'm just this person. Like I said, this is, I'm thinking, like, I came into this ethics class looking for these kinds of conversations. Yeah. And so I'm always participating in that way. And there's like two other black girls who, like, you know, kind of like identify with me. And like, that will be our thing. And we were like, we knew that he didn't like us yeah. for this reason. Yeah. But there is, so everybody who's been in the college class knows that the discussion threads are fucking bullshit, right? <laughs> so the way he would do his is that you had to, like, there would be a question, you had to answer the question, and then you had to reply twice to someone else. Um, two times. So two people, you had to get two responses from you. You guys basically would have to debate your points. Yeah. Um, and it got to a point where he would, like, judge, he, he would grate, me and my, the two girls, that we would only comment on each other's and do each other's for a really long time until he tells us we couldn't do that anymore. Because what he would do is he would grade not only me harder, but because he's grading me harder when he's reading the discussions, he would have to grade the other person harder too. And people wouldn't want to work with me on projects for that reason. Because they were like, oh no, he's going to be in your, like, everybody in the class knew and saw that this was something he was doing to us. And no one, and no, like, people just like, bitch, no, don't, I don't want to work on this project with you. I don't want to be on your group. No one wants to, like, actually be on your side. They understand the wrong thing, justice is happening. But it's like, there's, and then, like, the thing, but, and, like, I, I, it really bothered me because it wasn't at this class. It's not like a math class where I can be like, I'm right, right? Yeah, yeah. He gets to judge me on my writing. He gets to judge me on how well he thinks I've argued my perspective. And like I finished his class with an 88.7. He would not give me a fucking A. Like it like they did a 10-point grading scale, a 90% would be giving me an A. And it was like, I know that I deserved an A in this class because I couldn't submit anything less than A work to have passed your class. But um, it was like the first time that like I had it was like it was one of the like even in my discussion threads, if I had chosen the side to be like affirmative to whatever the point was, he would always grade me nicer or whatever. Yeah. It would be like easy, like he would give me higher marks. Mm-hmm. Like then I could get a nine out of ten. Like so he did it like he would be ten points for like each thing. Mm-hmm. So like you can get a total of thirty points. So like if I'm being affirmative or if I'm like agreeing with this point or if I'm siding, got let me aside with a black man in a thread, ten out of ten. But let me disagree with something, or like just simply like not even disagree. It's kind like, of like he was trying to get the whole semester with him trying to like get you on his side, kind of thing. Yeah. Or <laughs> even make it where you like you were a constant not arguing with you were arguing. You were arguing your teacher the entire time. Like you know what I mean? Like whenever you agree with him, he's that's when you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even having a teacher teach that class will always inevitably be that way. Yeah, because also same thing about mediators. Yeah, like any time you add a mediator, you add in a third point of view, true, a third opinion, and you that person is still trying to figure out who I agree with most. Mm-hmm. Even in that, you know, the way in which I mediate, even if you kind of be unbiased, will always be biased in whatever conversation because you have an opinion. In order for you to mediate, that means you like, oh, this person needs to talk now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're not letting them talk enough. Because, <laughs> but even the idea of like how much they can talk is like you know. It's yeah, like, you know, it's, it's this all, is not a debate stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, supposed to be an actual discussion. Yeah, and I don't think there ever needs to be a mediator, like a third person, to like dictate a conversation wholeheartedly and tell who's right. Yeah, because no matter the same way, I feel like like a lot of people be apprehensive about going to like group therapy or going mm-hmm. to like certain places. Like that. 
I um but yeah, that was like probably the biggest like I because I've been I've been telling like I said, I'm a loud opinionated bitch. Like my whole life niggas have been telling me to shut up, right? Yeah. But like that was the first time there was like a nigga really was able to just kind of make me shut up because mm-hmm. it was like something was on the line for me. And like I didn't. Like I like I said, and he wasn't able to fail me because like I'm sure that he couldn't prove there was a reason to fail me, right? Yeah. But you definitely like there was a try to break me in a way, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. And just because you didn't like my opinion. <laughs> yeah. That is such a crazy thing. Um, people suck. <laughs> like, I, I personally feel that way about teachers. Not just like teachers themselves. I think there's something who needs to teach, but I think the grading scale yeah. is what bothers me and how teachers are allowed to grade you. I think there needs to be specifically someone to help you learn. I think that teachers need to exist, but I don't think they necessarily need to grade you on like you know what I'm very much like some like writing like writing classes yeah. um one of fucking like classes like that yeah a gym class you know yeah. what I mean like it's all these things that are like are very like the way in which I think or the things I can and can't do like in a gym class is graded on very able-bodied like, yeah specific metrics, you know I mean? yeah. metrics and stuff like that so like to say I'm grading anyone there's like at this point you're grading somebody on like a person like, unless there's this like even like math, you know what I mean? Like math has a specific right answer. Yeah. But even in the idea of math, men created a bitch. So you know what I mean? Like, oh. but I mean, granted, in this realm, though, I will say math it matters. In this realm, I'm saying, okay, we're not going to get too high. I'm going to say, ooh. But no, but in this realm, you too. <laughs> in this realm of math and science, there are right answers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even, I don't know, some science. But well, I guess my, because I, I do agree to an extent. I think that. Specifically for the math and science thing, like obviously, like you know, one plus one is supposed to be two every time. Mm-hmm. There's like no, but even in that, like okay, one of the things I always hated as a kid in school was gifted child syndrome finna come up. Listen, yeah. don't worry. I hated that. Like I wanted to be in a class like with regular, like regular kids, like with like with my peers, right? I didn't. I, anytime mommy would like try to talk to teachers to get me skipped up, that shit terrified me. I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, why can't I just do? different accelerated work within this class that would just be better for me and like and it wasn't just me there were other kids like I had I had one teacher who I actually was able to do this where she taught maybe she taught three different math lessons she taught three different uh reading lessons within the like first of all shout out to Miss Townsend from fifth grade she taught me at Spencer Math and Science Academy because bitch this bitch was performing six different lessons that's just for math and reading right and that's like not even like there were like maybe four or five kids in each group um, and it was like, but all of it, like, we still were reading like all the same books and stuff, but like these people needed more help in this specific area with literature and these people needed more help in math. There was like one girl, me and her were like the top two math people in our class, but she like had struggled with reading. So, and it was like, but by those metrics, she wouldn't have been put in a gifted child's program, even though she was phenomenal at math. Actually, I got her on Facebook. She's an accountant now. But but uh, I mean like I don't know what like I was only in this one class with her, so I don't know what the rest of her life is like. But that was a t- that like that teacher identified that this is a person who excels in this one thing, even though they might struggle in this. Yeah. And like so I will cater to that specific student in that way. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I, our cousin um goes to a monastery school. Where like yeah. there are like multiple grades being taught all together, 
like the lesson, like the obviously the lessons plans for a first grader is gonna be different for a third grader, but like there's a greater lesson being told and like it's just like breaking down in different ways. Yeah. I always thought that I, that just sounded so much better, especially because one of the things like about gifted child syndrome that so many uh children like so many people who so many kids who were put in gifted uh accelerated programs experience is that a kid can be gifted for years one through five yeah. and then their peers catch up and they don't continue to accelerate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or they, you know, it'll be a, her name was Raven. It would be a situation like the girl that I was talking about, who's really good at math. Like she was doing eighth grade math in fifth grade. Right. Mm-hmm. But like her reading was lower. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like, you know, kids like that often get left in the cracks. If you like, if I could, if I can prove that there's something you can't do, there's no reason for me to investigate what you can. Is yeah. how a lot of teachers treat it because they don't, they are, they don't, they aren't given the resources beyond that most of the time, right? Yeah, they kind of get all the people who are in quote unquote behind. But so if I get all the people who are behind, then automatically those people should be good. You know? What yeah. I mean? But if you have a class where you're teaching third through fifth grade. That, that fifth grader who does math at an eighth grade level can take an eighth grade math class yeah. and take a third grade reading class or whatever. That sounds and I was like, that, that sounds so it's fucking dope. The actual children. Yes! Instead right? of being catered to like the metrics of like how we're supposed to. Oh, but what you're going to test on yeah. and stuff like that. And like, so I'm going versus, or even being like, I'm going to keep you in this eighth, third grade instead of advancing you in this math or whatever, because I want my test scores to be better mm-hmm. in this grade. And I want you to help us out here. And so then, you know, if I put you over there, then, you know, they're good right now. Like, yeah. Even the test score system is like kind of funny to think about you grading kids and like how well they will do for these operations of the school. Yeah. Like to get the school more money, but then where is that money going? If not to better the school, the students experience. Not even that, but like, when you think the schools who are doing the worst would need the most resources? Yes. <laughs> like, so that, I, that has, that, I remember as a kid, like, fully. being in sixth grade, uh, Miss Loggins, she was like stressing this to us. She was like, you know, because someone, Miss Ross, she doesn't, she's not in the classroom anymore, so we don't have, like, she was a really good teacher. She was like, we don't have her scores bringing, up, bringing us up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We need to get this money. Y'all need to buckle down and learn so y'all can do good on these tests. That's, That's how we, she was, like, really trying to, like, like you know, Vince Lombardi book us up for yeah. these tests and shit. Like, it's a fucking baseball game. Yeah, and I was just thinking, like, so if we're doing bad, they won't give us money so we can keep doing bad. <laughs> that you are just trying to do the best you can for it to like to succeed in some level in this school. So yeah. It's the same way that, you know, like, you know, I get you, I get you. But sometimes we got to be like, wait a minute, what are we actually pushing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I want the people, not necessarily the small people think about this, but people who do have like extreme access to the way in which we operate in the system and like, you know what I mean? And be like, hey, maybe we should change the education system. Maybe we should change all these things. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just now talking about getting police out of schools. How about, okay, you get that out? And then so we can also, ask a psychologist, like, yes, a counselor. Like, crazy idea. Crazy idea. My fault. You didn't need to shake the table. <laughs> it's, I love that. But I, it's, so as a person who's been an abolitionist now for like, you know, three, four years, I have already had a lot of those pre like I, I'm past the point of having the preliminary 
preliminary conversations that people want to have, like, oh, what are we going to do without police? And yeah, what's going to happen to crime? And, oh, where would that money go? But I do, you know, and, like, I, sh- I tend to, like, check out and opt out of those just because it's, like... Like people, people who are asking those questions don't actually give a fuck about the answers. They no. just they think they got you, yeah. right? But I do think we need to start talking about that more. About these are things that you could do for students yeah. that you can do for kids in school. If we weren't spending a billion dollars for people to be murdered in the street, right? Yeah. Like you can that that is what you are looking to allocate your funds for. Because when you invest, wait, in, go ahead. I will say, even though what you just said. Often out of those conversations, but like there needs to be someone who is opting in on those conversations. Ooh, trash being the weed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there need if you if you want the system to change, yeah. We all started somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we we were not, you know, we didn't just get in here at the top. You know, there was levels to our education. You can bring this point back. Um, to, yeah. No, and I will let me specify that. I am always willing to give, like, first of all, I'm not always willing to give information. I may say that. Mm -hmm. I am willing to have a discussion or talk about things if you are coming from a place of actually wanting to understanding. I'm saying, like, I opt out of a lot of the conversation happening on the internet because that is, it's just niggas who are trying to be like, how we're going to really defend. Yeah, they're just trying to like, yeah, they're they're just (laughs) trolls. It's like, I'm opting out of those because I see people engaging in it and it's like, okay, fine. Like, obviously, if I see somebody being like, no, you know, we don't smoke crack with that money, then I would probably step in. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, it's just niggas trying to, like, you know, be on some gotcha shit yeah. um, when they have no interest in actually learning. But for those who are interested in learning, yeah, we are trying to allocate those funds so you can do stuff like that for students. So you don't, like, they're trying to make motherfuckers pay for CTA again today, um, mm-hmm. apparently. So we don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, you should be able to access your entire town, your entire city mm-hmm. for, free. for free. It should be accessible day, to you. We like, why is that not a thing? Like, why do I have to pay to go places within the city? We were just talking about, like, I was like, and it's not so much as being like, I think Uber should be free. No, I think CTA should be yeah. free and any luxuries beyond that, then we can talk about, you know, if like, you want a car, go. have a car. Yeah, you want to take you want to get there, you know what I mean? But also you have to take an accountability that the system, if we are gonna make it free, do not make it shitty. And yeah. then no, because it's free now, don't make it oh we get a bus every 30 minutes. This is not pace, nigga. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like don't don't diminish the value because you we are not paying for it. Yeah. It's still a valuable item. Hence why we should not have to pay for but it. But you know what? I don't think that they would actually do that, at least not right away, because too many white people take CTA too, honestly. Yeah. But that, even that happens now, though, when you think about it, though. Certain neighborhoods you go in, the bus is like, oh, yeah. it really takes forever to get there. Certain blocks, because it is not... You know, they were white uh, people. Trains like, went... The, well, you know what? Honestly, they can keep it how it is now. Like, where the buses are free, but you have to pay for the trains. I honestly yeah. wouldn't mind that system, now that I think about it. Because um, I feel like the trains are, you know, more efficient, you know? So I did. If you I, really need to get somewhere. No, I think all of it should be oh. free for me. For me, personally. Like, I get why I can accept if it's like yeah. this now, but I would prefer if all of it was free. And then... Because, like, this train is still a train, still a PCTA, you know, no, still on every single stop. And- well, I guess, well, for me, the difference would be, well, actually, well, this is a problem, honestly. Um, not all the trains are um, wheelchair accessible, but, yeah. like, all the buses are. True. 
is the reason I was thinking that. Well, but that's also really like ableist. I don't yeah, like that now. Oh, like, like they should all be accessible. But if you defund the police, you know what you could have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would have money so all the stations can have elevators and they don't have to smell like this. Please. Oh my god. I remember when I said this corona front first went up and she like that shit didn't start like smelling like piss anymore. I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Because they were cleaning corona? them. Corona saved us. Little did we know. <laughs> all the time. Niggas washing their hands now. Like what? <laughs> niggas washing their hands. Niggas not touching all stuff before they touch on you. Oh, Concepts. I was Shout at, out to Corona. I was at Target. This little girl. Oh yeah, right. Duh. I was at Target and this little girl um, picked up an apple and licked it. Mm-hmm. And her mom was like, "Don't do that. You don't know who would have touched that." She was like, "Now we have to buy it because you licked it." And the little girl was like, "We can just put it back." And her mom was like, "No." And like they did take the apple or whatever. I was like, "But the fact that she said y'all could just put it back makes me believe that she's done something like this before." Yeah, <laughs> put it back. <laughs> She's definitely been looking fruit and they were just been like, don't do that. Don't do that. Puts it back down. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Oh uh, that's so disgusting. Corona saved us. Yes, she I mean, did. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make Corona funny. It's not a funny no. topic. It's not a witty topic. I get that. It's very serious. But um, she it's saved some of y'all. <laughs> Niggas start washing their hands and shit. For, I was going to say again, but for the first time, <laughs> some of y'all. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, thoughts. I feel like we went in such a like a long thing, and I really enjoyed everywhere we stopped. It was just like a great trip we just had. Yeah, it was. I um, I was just really sitting with a no name thing and just thinking about um, how you was like, oh, you know, real recognize real or like you know, game yeah. recognize game, and. I, like when I first started listening to her music, I think that it was I was still like in that of like yeah I'm smart and no one ever else, like no one else gets me because no one's as smart as I'm I am and I'm like I'm uniquely different all of that shit whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> um and just I don't know like I, I guess I was like kind of sucking my own dick just like thinking back and reflecting <laughs> on like wow bitch you used to be a disaster. <laughs> I just thought about though in this moment I was like. I feel like No Name is a woke level, but I think the issue with a lot of politics right now is like, I feel like people were, they didn't realize that No Name is the first boss to like Ooh, fight. You know, you know what, what I mean? Like, I think that's such a funny thing that people like are like, I think so many people have only reached the first level yeah. and they haven't gotten to like, you know, the other people, like just now people are talking about Angela Davis. You know what I mean? Like, That's I feel so like, funny. I feel like the woke level. Bell hooks is gonna blow y'all mind. Like, I feel like the woke <laughs> levels are like something that everybody's going through right now. And supporting no name is the first level, first boss that we gotta fight, and then we go to the next. It's so funny that you say that. I know you were t- you were you posted up on Instagram and you were talking about um your yoga your your yoga. I'm gonna say words. Your mm-hmm. yoga teacher. Yeah. Asked, uh, what do you think liberal? What does liberal liberation look like for you? Yeah. Um. And I was like, after we had talked about it or whatever, I was like, just thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, there are so many people who I realize um, that our, our dreams for liberation is just one different. Yes. Um, and part of the reason it is different is because like, they, you know, they just want a different level of what currently exists. Yeah. 
Um, and we like talk about this all the time. I feel like the last four episodes we've said this, like you niggas don't hate white supremacy enough. Mm-hmm. Where I I understand why 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 in your circle what you're saying would be radical. Yes. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, bitch. But Keep to going. me, like you still not there. Yeah. And you start like and what I guess what I find is that when I start having those conversations with people, I was like, but no, we could take this further. Even like, shit I think. <laughs> even shit I think I can take I know somebody else probably can take it. Yeah. But my mind hasn't gotten there yet, but I cannot wait for it to. You know what I mean? Like, and, shit. and that's why like I like, okay, yeah, but like, you know, you're you're just not there yet. And like we you start having those conversations and asking people just little shit. Like yeah. there was somebody yesterday on Twitter uh talking about Y'all are settling for having Juneteenth as a holiday. Remember, we want healthcare, equal housing, blah, 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 all these other things. And my thing is like, see, you still think it's small because you deserve it all. Yeah. Like, you can have everything. You are you are still thinking under the guise of I'm negotiating. Yeah, I'm negotiating with this white person to give me a, I'm not going to, you're like, I'm asking for too much mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get anything. And it's like, you are not asking, first of all. Like, I'm not asking for anything. I'm demanding. Mm-hmm. And so I bad. demand it all. Maybe I'm eating my own ass tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I'm high or because I we are speaking bars. Specifically, I'm not. Like, come, come to church. Someone come to church. Is the pastor. Girl, and we don't heard. listen back to this shit. I am the pastor's wife. <laughs> the pastor's wife. Shut up. No, but yeah, we really gonna look back and be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't care. Um, you know what's so funny? Christina was telling me that she listens to the podcast, and I was like, gee, stop that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, for what reason? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time every week, listen to the podcast, guys. Right, right. Anywho, <laughs> like I do want you to listen. Just don't tell me you be listening. Right? <laughs> Keep that a secret. You know, too many thoughts. Right. I'm like, I'll be talking mad crazy on here sometimes. Like, nothing I disagree with, just, you know. Yeah, like, damn, you heard it. Like, yeah. Like, why are you in my head? <laughs> That's exactly how it is. But it's funny because we're talking to each other. It's not exactly. Like, it's not like it's a personal podcast. Two people speaking and having a Yeah, but, like, we talk to each other like this all the time. I know, yeah. We're in each other in our head, in our collective head. Like, damn, why y'all on FaceTime with us? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking your flies on the wall and shit. But what was the point we were talking about just a second ago? We were talking about leveling up. Oh yeah, but oh shit. Um, yeah, I yeah, niggas are still asking for permission, yeah. and now, like I'm past that, and like I I I don't know how to get you to that point because there was not there was no education that got me to there. Mm-hmm. It was just me realizing like, first of all, if I could just ask for like, you have to really just sum it all up for yourself. Niggas have been asking for it for 400 years now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, we're not going to get it that way. Stop asking. We're it. not going to get it. it that way. You need to take. Um, but I will say that, like, the fact that people are still mobilized and still protesting and shit, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. I, I didn't see y'all. I didn't see y'all doing y'all little shit out mm-hmm. here. Okay. All right. All right. And I think also because this is, uh, like we said, we were talking about before we even started the podcast, it's the trend now to be woke. And so, like, I think that is helping the movement and the fact that it does happen every day. At least one person's going outside, you know, and doing a movement on their own kind of thing, like putting up a poster Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood, something like that. And so you remember that it's still happening. 
Yeah. You know, like, we constantly see these small reminders that it's still happening. So, we're like, okay, so, cool, this is still a trend. So, I'm still going to hop onto it. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You Even just, if you don't see it on just on Instagram. You are, first of all, you're just so right. And you just reminded me of a larger point that I was thinking of. Of why, okay, so at the beginning of all of this, I'm not gonna lie, I was just like, I mean, I'm here for fucking shit up because I'm here for fucking shit up. Like, you know, I like the anarchy shit. Like, yeah, let's get it, right? Um, but I didn't, I said it on a podcast, like, I don't see any um, larger Lally, change yeah, happening, lasting right? Change. Lasting change happening. Like, you know, they'll mm-hmm. give us whatever piddly shit that they usually do. Mm-hmm. We'll get an arrest. <laughs> um, and then, like, the protests kept happening. And then, like, they keep happening. And, like, people are still talking about it. And it's getting to a point. I was, like, thinking about it today where I was, like, looking at people's stories and stuff. I was, like, just looking at people's stories in the morning because, you know, it's the newspaper. And how people are working activism really in their day-to-day lives, like you said, like, doing the posters and shit like that. And I was, like, we are just – I was, like, first of all, this is – part one of the why they're trying to open up the economy is because of greed. But part two is, like – Oh, niggas is at home and they have nothing to do to be mad at us. Mm-hmm. My mother's at home. Like, and we really think about it, we at home realizing all the shit you put us through. Yeah, you're like, like hold we, on. we finally got time to stop. You have you finally have to realize that it's not Joe at the job. It is not Charlene at the market. Like, I haven't seen them bitches in four months. And I'm still pissed. What is me? What is really bugging me? <laughs> But yeah, you. I have nothing to do but to be mad at corporations. I have nothing yeah. to do do but be mad at my landlord and my leasing company, right? Yeah. And that's why part of the reason that you're seeing this sustained interest in this because people are realizing, like, damn, it really ain't these other niggas that's fucking me up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like I'm like the pandemic is obviously horrible and unfortunate, and like you want people to stay safe and everything, but it's like this is. I, I was like, if, if this is the best time to happen when shit, like, shit is already out of wet. The country is already in disrepair currently. Like, our, I'm not even gonna get into that, Cheeto. Um, I was like watching the news, and, like, the stuff, like, he was, this nigga just found out that Cam is short for camera. Keyboard. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, the country is clearly in disrepair. They're clearly trying to like wind my pants up to hopefully take over for Donald Trump in the sec in the next in his next term if he wins. Yeah. And who, the Democrats. Ugh. Anyway, point being that this is the perfect time for po- like political uprest and stuff. Yeah. And I was just thinking about how like, you were talking about the social media aspect of it. That um, the way that we use social media now is just so much more different than how we did in the beginning of like BLM. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so weird to think about the jump like this, just, like how Twitter, it is very normal for people to say that they get their news from Twitter and people don't judge them for it as much anymore. Yes. <laughs> and people, and like people actually welcome that, like, yes. cause it's more honest. Yes. Cause it's more honest. They realize, they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, they're like, it is factual. It's like, I think I I think I heard it on Twitter. They're like, "Oh shit, okay." But, you, know, the, you know, and it's and I was just thinking about okay. So you remember when when we got the Trayvon? Well, when we got when we the Trayvon Trayvon Martin verdict. When the Trayvon Martin verdict came down, excuse me, uh, and we were like at McDonald's and we were like with my friends and stuff, and like how when we heard it, everybody was like, you know, in an uproar. 
But we then just talked about it to each other. No one pulled out their phone. Nobody was like, let me see what they're saying on Twitter. Like, let's yeah. see. That wasn't the thing, right? Yeah. But like now when shit like that happens, that's the first thing yes. you do. And it's like, be, it is because of that mobilization on the internet that like it's like even I... I didn't know that there were protests and stuff that happened the night that that verdict came down until like years later, honestly, mm -hmm. because I just wasn't tuned into that part of the internet at the time yeah. versus now we know like a pro a person who's protesting in fucking Minneapolis, for example, nobody knew that that shit was going to burn up the way that it did. Mm -hmm. Right. And in 2013, it would have happened and none of us would have known about it. Yes. It would have happened and all of Minneapolis would have known. All well, of Minnesota would have. It wouldn't we, have been a thing. It wouldn't have been a thing. It would have made their local news and that probably would have been it, right? Yeah. But now that we have the internet, it doesn't, like, we know that we are not the only people who are angry. You are collectively in tune with this voice that's telling you, like, no, we're not tired. We're not giving up. Minus, you know, the ally fatigue or whatever the fuck y'all making up. I'm so tired talking about racism. Like y'all still doing that? Oh my God. Like you talking about something else. I told like, you we go what? I was like, don't worry, don't worry. We're moving on to black women this week. Okay. <laughs> That's the new trend. Okay, but it's so black. Like, <laughs> can we do something else? Like, like let's talk about like Yemen or something. Like do you actually want to talk about Yemen though? No, <laughs> not you. I'm talking about you know hypothetically oh, yeah. that person. Like, do you actually want to talk about Yemen though? No, they, no. They, uh, they, that's a problem right now. Even, even like people are like dropping on it for a little bit, and then just like, oh, going back to the black people because that's really intense. Like, <laughs> y'all are so annoying. Also, you know you can walk, talk, and shoot bubblegum all at the same time. <laughs> like black people have been doing it forever. Specifically, you know, black queer people, black women, black trans women. Holding up various torches for various things all at once. Anywho. Something that actually I saw a tweet about, um, it was like a funny post. They said, people say black women, black trans women as if they're separate. Instead of saying black women, especially trans black women. trans women. Because by saying inherently, you are putting a comma between the two. And I saw that separating. I always say the two because I want people to know that when I I say when I say black women I am yeah I'm gonna say when I say black women I do inherently mean trans women too. Mm -hmm. um, but then but you gotta like that if that's what you mean you have to change the dialogue. Especially yeah. All right, all right, no take take yeah. taking. Speaking of it, yeah. Oh, what? Are we? Okay. I'm like, talking about our shitty thing of the week. Sure. I mean, I couldn't think of one, and I think that's my shitty thing of the week. I wasn't really like, I would love to be like, I haven't done anything wrong this week, but I don't, I have wasn't also really checking in for it. <laughs> Damn, I said I had one, and I can't remember it. So that's my shitty thing that I wasn't keeping myself accountable this week. So who knows how shitty I've been? Yeah, honestly, I'm so mad because I really had one, and it was such a bad one. Such a bad one. Well, I can't say good. Oh, <laughs> this is a shady thing. Wait, can't be yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. What was it about? Do you know? Like, do you remember? Remember, it was something about something. Oh, so frustrating. It's something about something. Uh, I'm trying to think. What can I think about that I did? I feel like I do shitty things all the fucking time. Right? I feel like through Matt, through taking in a lot of media, I think I think a lot of um, a lot of fat phobic things. But not inherently, like, you know, more so personal. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of personal fatphobia or just, like, or or in that, you know, same with the people, put people in certain boxes. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going outside of your fatphobia box. Mm -hmm. You know, kind mm -hmm. of things like that kind of, like, it's taking that personal accountability. Like, you know, I think 
fast one thing just been on the internet um but even when it's not necessarily fat bodies you know what I mean? like even just like skinny fats yeah like you know what I mean? like that and even judging that, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, just a skinny bag, nothing important. Like, and then talking about fat layers of, like, body toxicity and everything else. I actually, um, you know, I do this, like, every few months. I go through and delete people that I'm following. Um, I was just like, damn, my feed is, like, really light skin and also very thin. And I was like, when the fuck did this happen? I feel like mine, I feel like mine, I mean, mine be super thin, but super light skin. And I'm like, what the fuck? I need to switch it up. But I'm also like... I don't want to necessarily bring niggas to, like, just bring niggas. Like, oh, no, I just unfollow. Like, what I, well, I always so. purge. So I go through and I unfollow people who haven't posted recently or people who's, con- like, there are people who I follow because you follow me and I just follow you back. And oh, I was I like, oh, I, I do it sometimes. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really care for your content anyway, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Brands and stuff. Like, I was like, why am I still following fucking Tori? I don't even shop there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I follow every celebrity I think like not like local celebrities yeah no but like I'm making a thing not to follow celebrities anymore just because like I'll hear about it you know what I mean like kind of thing like well I follow celebrities just because I don't hear about it (laughs) that's why I don't follow Beyonce Beyonce I'm gonna hear about I don't have to follow Beyonce but like come on like that's Beyonce everybody else I need to find out about Like, of course, you're going to know about Beyonce. What? I'm about good examples. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> so and, of course, Jesus. Because uh, it's one thing, like, I'll say, of course. Like, okay, but you're saying, like, oh, Beyonce drops an album, I'm going to know about it. You can't say the same thing if, I don't know, who else? This one. Um... If Ari Lennox dropped an album right now, well, you probably would hear about that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think. Who would you on not Twitter? Like, I will. Nothing is. I follow people who follow them. Okay, you know I mean? yeah. So I don't need to follow them. Yeah, you know, I guess. Like, in that way, you know what I mean? Like, we all the people I enjoy are people who I want to also be friends with. You know, like yeah. we are friends because we have mutual enjoyment or follow each other. I feel like you're ex- explaining friendship to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Because that was a dumb thing. Be like, how would you know? And you're like, you're right. Duh. Other, you just because you the artist is not telling you, other people like their shit, right? Yeah. The fact that I can't think of somebody who's not famous enough, like, yeah, you're yeah. right. You probably won't know about insert local act here putting out their shit unless they tell you. But yeah, yeah, anybody with more than hundred k followers, I'm sure they can. Like, I follow Saba because I will probably not know if he dropped an album. Oh, you know Chicago I mean? will tell you. Uh, I wouldn't know until like a week later after he dropped it. Because then they'd be like, why y'all not playing my nigga shit? That conversation will start. Like, uh, y'all sleeping on my nigga. Yeah, because yeah, that's his audience also. So, like, you know what I mean? See, that's another reason why I couldn't do the Jake Hell Cole shit. I'm like, hey, the first time you tell me I'm sleeping on somebody, I'm going to stay asleep. Okay, maybe there's a reason to like, like, like I you know what I was tired. Yeah, like that's something like who has ever really slept on him? Like he I feel like y'all think that niggas don't listen. Y'all my niggas be like, oh, this is not what you plan on Instagram, this is not what y'all plan in clubs, so niggas don't listen to it. Like, I mean I've heard it. Yeah, like I don't first of all, I don't like his music. But you are not special because you do. Again, also, you know, <laughs> Aquarius man, that's already a dead mission. As an Aquarius, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm gonna 
to the significance of that, but I do. And so a lot of significance is like, you never listen to an Aquarius man. Oh, an Aquarius black man is always a hotel. Like, I'm sorry. I'm putting it out there. If he's an Aquarius, he's a black man. He's a hotel. Next. <laughs> um, did you think of your shitty thing of the week? Oh, I thought I said one. Oh. Oh yeah, the fat phobia thing. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, a, that's how we get all sidetracked. I thought I'd give a solid one. <laughs> um, hmm. I guess. Jeez, Rice. She just trying to get out of doing hugs on me. I always no. She I, got my shit. What's her shit? No, I did not. Is it about? Nah, is it? I mean, yeah. I I think fat phobic stuff all the time, but I feel like. I don't I don't make those my shitty things of the week because I think that's just part of doing the work is yeah. like having to correct those things, you know? Because then what is the point of the shitty thing of the week then? Um, I feel like all the things that I'm saying are doing is like part, part of the doing work. The work. Yeah, know? I guess that's true. Like that's the whole point is to talk about what work you need to focus on right now. Uh, well, I guess I don't see the fat phobia as what I'm focusing on more uh, so. Um, but oh, you said like I'm not as shitty as I shitty could be in that. Yeah. Place, so why would I? Yeah. Yeah. I I yeah. 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 I'm just like yeah. That's not, not my area of focus. Yeah. Not my area of focus. You know, we haven't studied that right now. Like, <laughs> but it's still something that happens. Then it's still valid. That's true. Um, that's even more so if it's something you haven't been focusing on. And actually, I started. Actually, I should talk about it then because I just said that I had to unfollow some people. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was just, um, I was like scrolling through Instagram and I just really, I was like noticing that one, it was really light skinned and then also like just thin or the fat people that I was following were like hourglassy or like conventionally attractive fat and stuff. And I was like, I don't really like this because I was like, and I can, the thing is I always know, I always can notice when my feed is getting that way and it just inherently happens because that's what the algorithm promotes. Like, you know, if you're going to be fat, you got to be light skinned with 3C hair and like light colored eyes and hourglassy to make it and like, you know, be at the top and shit, right? Um, But I can always tell when my feed is getting too much that way because I start to feel bad about myself. Mm. I start to be like, damn, bitch. Like, not necessarily that I feel ugly, but I feel bad. I feel bad about my body. Mm. And I like, I, I know that like, and it's, it's one of those things that I have to remind myself, like, no, I already went through this. Like, I, And that's why I, part of the reason why I have my shrine to myself on my wall at home. And also why I keep so many, like, pictures that I, like, already have already posted and shit on my phone. Because, like, I'll have those moments I have to go back and I'll like, look at pictures of myself. And I'm like, no, I like my body. I like the way that it's shaped. I like the way that it looks. I think it looks good. The reason that I'm feeling badly about this is because this is not what I'm seeing, right? I'm not normalizing my body type to myself. Yeah. Um... And I'm not like, well, not even am I normalizing my body to myself because it's my body. It is normal to me, but I'm not uh, exactly. reinforcing this, this, what I'm saying. I'm not reinforcing what I'm saying I think is attractive to myself. Yeah. I'm reinforcing something else. You know, I can't be, else please. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you, and like, it's not that those women are unattractive. I still think that they are, it's like but I need, are. yeah, but I need to like, I, I need that balance, mm-hmm. you know? Cause you do like the, it's in the messaging that you take in. If all you, if I, like all I'm seeing is this kind of fat woman and like this kind of person, then it's I'm liking this. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm gratifying it. Yeah. If I'm only gratifying these bodies and I haven't seen those other bodies to like, you know, even acknowledge. Yeah. Unless it's on my own, you know, then it's like self. Like, wait a minute. So yeah. I'm the only one grat- like giving me self gratification. <laughs> this is only me who did this other. By the way, I'm posting a picture right now as we speak. So go like it. Um, I 
post a picture when it's coming out or something? No, I'm posting a picture like right now. Like I'm about to do it now. Okay, well, they gonna go back on her Instagram. It's Eliana Monet. Is it Eliana underscore Monet? I don't know what we said. Yeah, Instagram. my name on Instagram is E L Y O N N A underscore M O N E. That's Eliana Monet. You can find me on all social media platforms at that name. Ooh, link in the description. Link in the description. Also follow us. At it's a look pod. I T S. A look pod. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna spell it out too, but I knew better. And you went for it. <laughs> and on that note, it's Oyana. It's Izzy. It's, it's a look. look.